So, Mike, how about that dino DNA? Oh, yes. Mike, I feel like I'm just covered in dino DNA after that movie, if you know what I'm saying. That is very gross. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, funny thing, funny story, I forgot we were even reviewing this movie because it was just so forgettable. Yeah, Mike, if I'm going to remind <laughs> you in the audience what the fuck this is, this is our mini-sode about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And what a fallen kingdom it is! And I've kind of <laughs> led my hand in terms of what I think about Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Now let me let me let, let's let me let, let's rewind back the clock. Let's, 65, 65 million years ago, Jurassic Park came out, one of the best movies ever made. And Jurassic World came out. Mike, what do you think of Jurassic World? The first one? Because everyone likes Jurassic Park, and who cares about the sequels? We're just gonna ignore those for now because they don't really matter. But Jurassic World, what do you think? Well, the I'm first gonna one. I'm gonna go on on the record for saying uh, these are all sequels. I feel. No, but like Jurassic World is sort of a, uh, a reboot, reboot sequel, sequel, so it's like, yeah. it depends, because if you like that one, it will sort of, you know, it's like, how would this one compare to that one? Because these two are more connected than Jurassic World is connected to the uh, Jurassic Park sequels. Yeah. Okay, well, to answer your question, Mr. Keller, um, Jurassic World, mm-hmm. the first one, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I, uh, it was fine. I understand why it did so well, and I understand that there's an audience for it, and so I'm not going to disrespect it. I I think it was one of those movies where it's like, hey, there's a whole new generation that hasn't seen Jurassic Jurassic Park, and let's introduce them to that world in this movie, Mm -hmm. Jurassic World. Yep. So you know, whatever, fun hijinks. You got Chris Pratt coming hot off the uh, hot off the press of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I mean? So he was hot shit in 2015. Still is. Yeah. Both literally and yes. figuratively. Um, yeah. And so, you know, hey, good for it. Good for that movie. Yeah. I thought it was the second best Jurassic Park movie, which ain't saying anything much. It's not saying much. Uh, no. I thought it had all the fun of Jurassic Park without with none of the like theme or character or anything that you had in that first one, which most movies don't anyway. So it's like, you know, I'm not going to be like pissed about off about it. But I thought it was a fun time. I had a great time. Uh, rewatched it in preparation for Jurassic World. Didn't really, was kind of bored, but um, I think I was just sleepy. <laughs> like, I've seen it, like, I've seen it, like, two or, th- or three or four times now, I think three, and, like, the first two times I remember liking it a lot, and the second, the most recent time was just sort of like, yeah, okay. And we're talking about this first Jurassic, Jurassic World Jurassic World, Colin Trevorrow's yeah. 2015 Jurassic World. Yeah. And then that leads us to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yes. The thing, well, here's what, so, to lead into that, in Jurassic World, what I really didn't like, the thing that made me roll my eyes and be like, that's fucking stupid, it's like, hey, let's turn raptors into weapons, and they double down on that in this new one. Uh, well, okay. And so this new one, no, so let me say, so this new one's Jurassic World Fallen <laughs> Kingdom, um, uh-huh. which is also, I think, kind of a lazy title. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like a video game title. That's it, like if you're coming out with a PS2 video game. Yeah. Also, because, like, Fallen <laughs> Kingdom is like, it just sounds so fucking cool. Right, yeah. Uh, I think this might be the worst Jurassic Park movie. Um, yes. Uh, I actually agree. So. Uh, there, okay, like right after seeing it, mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? I kind of like this more than the first one, which in some instances I do. But overall, as a movie, as a whole, it was the worst. I it, like, it was the worst. I liked the first half. I thought it was like, it was kind of slow and then it picked up when they're on the island and doing island stuff. And then it kind of, it slows right the fuck down and never recovers. Well, I'm going to introduce you to problem number one mm-hmm. with Jurassic World, and this is very early on in the movie. Uh, and hey, everybody, this is spoiler country right now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, 
That's why we do these mini shows. Steer clear. Yeah. Well, if I you mean, haven't seen the movie, just, you know. Sure. Why just not? go away or whatever. <laughs> not go away, but you know what Get I mean. Get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? Uh, um, okay. So they, <laughs> Farmer Hoggett uh-huh. is apparently a lifelong friend of uh, Hammond, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Which is something that has never been. Yeah, one of those classic. It's like a fucking Star Trek episode or something. Like, here's my yeah. long lost brother that I've never mentioned. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like that Sherlock Holmes episode where his brother comes into the picture, and it's like, oh, Sherlock Holmes's brother is a detective too. Well, and Mycroft he... Holmes. That's a big part of the books. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I think I think in the more recent season, he's got a sister or something that no one's ever talked about. That's like the dumb thing. Oh, okay. Um, Mycroft it... Holmes is in those movies too. Anyways. Oh right. Oh, well, the one movie. Okay. Um. But anyways, so this 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 lifelong friend of Hammond, what, what Daryl Hammond? Or what's his name? Daryl Hammond, not Daryl Hammond. John Hammond. John Hammond. Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, who's Daryl Hammond? He's the SNL. He's guy. He's the SNL guy. That's right. Uh, okay, so <laughs> this guy Farmer Hoggett, he's lifelong friends with John Hammond of SNL fame. Uh, of SNL fame, right? And. Uh, he recruits um he recruits uh Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm pulling up this up because I'm just dogging it with these You're names. Just drowning. I'm just I'm just gro- I'm just groaning and moaning with these names right now. Okay, so uh, Claire Deering. Just Claire. Just Claire. Um he recruits Claire to go to this island because there's a volcano erupting. And they need to find a way to get as many dinosaurs off this island as they can. And hey, you know what they need especially is that blue raptor. That's really smart. So she needs to recruit Chris Pratt, Owen Grady, uh, to go with her mm-hmm. to this island to retrieve as many dinosaurs as they can before they all fucking burn to death. Yep. Right? So... That's not even an issue. I'm fine with all that. Whatever. The premise is like just sort of boilerplate. Yeah, it's boilerplate kind of Jurassic almost Park. exactly the Lost World, but only slightly different. Yep. Should have been called the Lost Park Jurassic <laughs> World. Yeah. Until the second half. Uh, so they go and they have like military backup and stuff like for Lost whatever World. reason. And, and then so Chris Pratt finds that raptor like two minutes within walking into the island. Yeah. Right. So. So he's there to retrieve this raptor, specifically, Blue. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to talk to Blue, and Blue's kind of like remembering who he is. Mm-hmm. And then the military just tranquilizes the raptor, and then Chris Pratt gets angry, and then they tranquilize him. And then I think to myself, okay, why was he there? <laughs> why was he brought along to do this? I think the reasoning in the movie was like, he'll, if she smells anyone, she'll flee, but if she smells you, she'll come to you, because she can smell you good. That's uh, okay. Whatever. I but you see what I'm saying though, right? It's sort of like it seems like whatever this team was was like perfectly capable of of like finding this thing. Probably. Yeah. It's not like Chris Pratt had some sort of tracking device on it. This thing just sort of was in the woods, and then they. I mean, yeah. they, she did. They did have a cracking device on it, but they needed Claire to, uh, you know, to oh yeah, the grid. Yeah. And they did that hacker that's barely a character. Um. Also, so jumping back to the beginning of the movie, sure. the opening sequence. It's pretty darn Jurassic Park. 
tree period in Jurassic Park with the rain and the T-Rex in the jungle and all that stuff. That was cool. But it was also kind of soured with the whole, get on the helicopter. It's like, what'd you guys say? <laughs> I can't hear you. I can't hear you. What are you yelling at? You're saying there's something behind me? I'm not going to turn around, though. No, I'm trying to open the door. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, guy. When people, you're in a fucking dinosaur island, people in the helicopter being like, get the fuck over here. You'd be like, what? Yeah. What'd you guys say? Yeah. So it would that, be different if it was, like, in the Lost World, those people got attacked because they didn't know they were on a dinosaur island. Exactly. But these people knew exactly what they're getting yeah. into, and, yeah. They know they're on dinosaur fucking, di- fucking dinosaur island. There could be dinosaurs on every corner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was, like, well, way to, like, you know, suck the air out of that. Right. And then, uh, like, the premise is fine. It doesn't make sense that Bryce Dallas Howard's, like, Dr. Pal is a is a dinosaur doctor that she's never seen a dinosaur before. It's like, could you get that? Oh, like <laughs> you get like an online certificate or something. What was it? Like a, uh, she was a dinosaur like a paleo vet- veterinarian. Like yeah. That. It's like, I've never seen a dinosaur, but I'm a paleo. It's like, no, you're not. You're nothing. What are you talking about? It's she's like, probably just fresh out of college looking for her first gig. You know, it's like me being like, Oh yeah. You know, I'm like a, you know, I've, I've made spaceships before. I've never actually seen a spaceship. I can make spaceships. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I, I build spaceships, but I've never actually used any materials to build any spaceships. I just have you read. can't even be like a hobbyist paleo <laughs> biologist or whatever. Paleo veterinarian. Yeah. Cause these fucking dinosaurs don't exist except in the one place. <laughs> um, see, I thought the island stuff was pretty cool. That like, was, just yeah. The explosions and all that fun stuff. It, it, it does tickle me that, like, it doesn't, like, if Jurassic World never happened, the island still would have blown up, making it a bad investment, anyways. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That's what I'm thinking is, like, what if, like, let's say that the the park was a success, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of people going to this, this island and they're going to the park and then f- suddenly fucking this a volcano explodes and kills everybody. Yeah. That Margaritaville is toast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what was cool. Like, the little, I thought the, like, Unfortunately, the trailer spoils a lot of shit. I think the trailer for this movie was one of the worst trailers I've seen in recent memory because it spoils pretty much everything in the movie. Like, yeah, not yeah. even a little's left to chance. It's like one thing maybe that's like left to like my imagination. Everything else was like every set piece, everything was the trailer gave away. Which I like after walking, I'm like, even the last shots of the movie, I'm like, man. Well, even the um, uh, like I would say, arguably the best. Uh, set piece of the movie mm-hmm. and probably the best set piece of like this whole new Jurassic World franchise was like the dinosaurs running away from the volcano. Yeah, that cool. The whole ball sequence is that real class wonder that they do where they're trying to get out of the sinking ball. Oh, right. It's a real nice little thing touch. Like the direction of the movie is uh, it's pretty good. But yeah, but but like when I watched that, when that whole thing happened, I'm like, oh, this movie actually might be. Yeah, P- like with the whole like I like the little ladder sequence where it's like again the ladder and it falls down. There's that Allosaurus or whatever trying to eat everyone. It's like that's a fun thing. And then Chris yeah. Pratt trying to like you know Quaalude his way away from that lava. <laughs> Quaalude. Um, I thought that was a little ridiculous because there's that part where um, there's like a whatever I forget the it's like a Stegosaurus or something. I'm not I don't I don't remember the actual dinosaur, but it was like you know, almost going to uh, stomp on him, right? It's like uh-huh. looking his face, and then it goes away, and Chris Pat's like, phew, and he looks down, and there's like fucking lava right at his feet, and like, where the yeah, fuck did this come yeah. from? Wait a second. Well, and not to mention this military detail just basically left him in the, well, they in were the betra- forest? Like, they were betraying him or something. 
But okay, it's a little mismatched like, twirly. Yes, the villains in this movie. Well, most of the characters are awful, but the villains in this movie are especially terrible. I mean, there there has to be some explanation there, and that's the thing is like okay, if you, you can set that up, you can set it up to be that way. But if you just if it's it. it up to that point, they didn't seem like they were mustache twirling. They just seemed like they were like, "Well, okay, they're just taking care of business, right?" In a in a in a in a more uh, uh, violent way, but not enough to just like leave someone on a burn, burning island. Yeah, like it's like the whole thing is like a little ridiculous. You got yeah. like you got fucking Buffalo Bill being like, "I'm gonna steal these dinosaur teeth." All right, yeah. Which yeah. I didn't recognize Ted Levine at the time because I haven't seen him in a movie in a long time. Would you fuck a dino? I'd, I'd fuck that dinosaur. I'd fuck a dino. <laughs> that's how he dies, basically. It's like, I'd fuck that dinosaur. <laughs> Essentially, we'll get to that part. That part's fucking stupid. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, and then... Um, so there's a thrilling chase sequence. Everything on the island's pretty great, I think. Everything like, on the island is pretty it's great. It's like Jurassic World with like fun times if you do die great, I think. And it's then sort um, of like in terms of quality, this movie sort of follows the uh, Wonder Woman... Uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman... Uh, Graph, but anyways, trajectory. Yeah, where the first half is good. Yeah, although Wonder Woman's better. Wonder Woman's a lot better than. Yeah, this, I think on the whole, Wonder Woman's a much yeah. better movie. Just a theme of once they get off the island, there's a hard turn to some weird stuff. I don't know. I mean, like in Wonder Woman, there's the the no man's land sequence. That was great. So yeah, but anyways, yeah, and then there's that part that everyone says is so sad. Oh, where the, the the big pyroclasmic plume or whatever the fuck that's called. I'm not a scientist. Don't at me. Um, and then uh, it comes and it swallows that poor Brachiosaurus or Brontosaurus or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's like, ooh. They were really trying to make that a moment. And it sure. was a pretty good moment, but like I got taken out of the movie completely because, you know, I'm not really one for product placement. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, sure, it's a, like it's a BMW in my movie. Who I don't care. It's a car. Uh-huh. But this one was a little distracting because... Like, Claire has to sneak, like, she puts on a hat, because she has to be all sneaky, right? And then she goes, and she looks at the dinosaur, it's dying in the distance, she's like, I dropped a single tear. And there's a big, in the frame, there's a big John Deere logo. Oh. Like, right there, I'm just like, I could, it's like, because I had, they never, they didn't show the hat before, so it's the first time seeing the front of the hat, and that's all I could look at, to detract me from this emotional moment, because all I'm looking at is this big, big logo on this hat. I thought it was a, it was kind of a bad move. Right, yeah. And then she takes off that hat the next scene, so it's like, oh, come on, movie. You know, and that's the thing is like, uh, you know, that's 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 the new hip thing with these Jurassic World movies is, you know, the product, the, the just the shameless product placement. I appreciate that the first movie was shamelessly product placement, but actually was like in the movie were like, man, sham product placement is pretty stupid. Am I right? Like, it's like the, the directors and the writers and all those people like uh, Derek Connolly and Kevin Trevorrow were like really aware that they had to put the stuff in, but they weren't going to. They were like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give them a little right. little, little, yeah. nudge, little wink. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this next the second one though they didn't do that quite so much and we'll no later no so okay so they yeah they they so now they're off the island they've sort of like stowed away in the military boat or something mm-hmm. and then in within the boat are vehicles that are being transported and in mm-hmm. those vehicles are dinosaurs that they've quote unquote saved yeah right uh so they're hanging out and then. Chris Pat or uh, sorry, Owen Grady catches up with um, Blue. Yeah. Right. Oh, in this part. Oh my gosh! Like, Mike, I don't know if you like. I I had to like, like shake my head in disbelief at this part because uh-huh. I couldn't. I didn't know if I was seeing the right thing or not. Um, and I asked other people, and they and this is happened. So the part, so the, the they shot the they shot the raptor right early on the island, and they're, yeah. they're patching him up. And while they're patching him up, you know. 
uh, Chris Pratt's like, hang in there, Blue, you're my best friend. And, and the raptor cries a single tear. <laughs> and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Right. And because, uh, A, uh, lizards can't cry. Or it's not a lizard, it's a bird. Birds can't cry. Um, <laughs> science and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure lizards probably don't cry either. Lizards but... lick their fucking eyes. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. But they're not lizards, they're birds, um, <laughs> more or less. But there's that, I believe. I'm fairly, like, almost 100% certain that birds don't have tear ducts. Um, but yeah, they don't. And two, I don't actually crying a single tear. It's just a dumb idea, anyways. I can I just put on the brakes for for something. Pump them brakes for for something here. Like, I kind of don't. I really don't enjoy the whole trying to make a raptor like your friend thing. I really don't like trying to make raptors like these like. Like, like they're good guys or buddies or, you know what I mean? Because well, yeah, I kind of like that'll be like a, a like one of my theses of why I don't like this movie, and uh, is, is that they've Jurassic Park the first one is like these are a bunch of animals doing animal show they just want to eat stuff right and these ones they're a bunch of fucking scary monsters or like cool friends but they have like a moral compass in yeah. these movies like and- fucking like if they had thumbs they'd be giving <laughs> thumbs up all over the place you know. Right, and then like if you go back to the first Jurassic Park movie, and really, I mean, I guess those three, like the Raptors were always the fucking scoundrels, mm-hmm. you know, and and I thought it really worked, and uh, and I, I feel like they sort of try to change that dynamic with these these two new movies just to make it different and whatever, and maybe that's good for one movie, but I I don't know, man, I like when I saw it in this movie, I'm just like, eh. I'm done with yeah. trying to make the raptor your friend and it's, shit. It's I don't stupid. Know. And also, there's the whole thing in the first Jurassic World. Where it's like, oh, it's the man that proved raptors can take orders. But these raptors are always trying to kill him. <laughs> there's that part where like he has to go and he does the classic like, eh, he's putting his hands in their faces, right, uh-huh. trying to save that guy. And then he like turns it like, and then they like immediately try to kill him. It's like, wow, really good at listening to people. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Vincent D'Onofrio, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever your character's name was. So, yeah, I mean, Owen catches up with Blue, and, of course, upon seeing Blue with Zaya, right? It's Zaya? Sure, sure, whatever. Uh, she has no... There's no exchange between the two of them, like, oh, you're alive, or like, or him being, hey, why'd you leave me on the island? There's no exchange there. It's just like, oh, hey, sup? Well, I mean, like, why would they? I don't know. Because I, I just... Because the problem is, you know, there's there's pockets of this movie, and I guess any movie, really, where humans don't act like humans. No, everyone's a bunch of cartoons. I think I said uh, my, like, one-word review on, like, the social medias was, this is, like, Jurassic Park has gone to a point where the humans are more cartoonish than the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting to forget sort of what happens well, after this. Well, there's the this. blood transfusion scene, which is actually, again, spoiled by the trailer. But if it wasn't, that's a pretty good scene, I think. Yeah. Where they have to get that the blood from the T-Rex and they like right. moving around the cage and it's like pushing them around and stuff. And that's what I mean. This had good set pieces. Like, yeah. Like that was a good set piece, I thought. Yeah, it had a couple of good isolated set pieces. But yeah. the connecting tissue and the characters especially were much to be Nothing decided. characters, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so then they get to the spooky mansion, Ooh, <laughs> which is just ridiculous, because they have this mustache-twirling businessman oh. um, who is even, even... like He's the cartooniest character in the whole movie. Um, Played by Rafe, Rafe, Spall. Rafe Spall. He, like, is evil, basically, like, super obviously evil from the get-go. 
He built like a secret lab underneath this mansion without anyone noticing and a secret auction house. And you don't really know what the fuck his deal is. I mean, I, I don't really know. Why Why is he connected to uh, Farmer Hoggett? Well, like Farmer Hoggett gave him his fortune to spend and Farmer Hoggett's like, just do whatever you want. I, I trust you. Uh, yeah. See, I don't know. That like Farmer Hoggett was really stupid in this movie. He like he, his, as, a, as a character, you're like, it's like, what you idiot? What are you talking about? And then there's that great scene where he's like, I want you to pick up that phone and call the police on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, that comes much later, right? Yeah, but still. And then the guy that is was like, well, so I'm dumb. just going to have yeah. to kill you. Which yeah. is like, okay, he's like a murderer, I guess. Um... <laughs> And there's a little girl character, and we'll get into that. That part, uh, we'll yeah. get into that big time. Um, man, the first movie, I don't know why every, all these movies need kids. I feel like the people don't like the people writing these movies don't realize the only reason that the first movie had kids is because the book had kids, and the book had kids because Alan Grant hated kids, and it gave right. him something like a thematic thing to work with. You it know? was specifically Alan Grant's character arc in that first movie, yeah. where him going from hating kids to him going to you know liking kids that yeah. was the only reason but no i agree with you and every subsequent movie has had kids for no good goddamn reason yeah in in lost world there was the daughter that uh did gymnastics to fight raptors yeah in the third movie there was like this kid that somehow survived on the island yeah. and, and had a hatch and like smoke bombs and shit yeah i don't know yeah and then, then there's the two kids the who cares kids from the other one <laughs> who's care who cares kids <laughs> That sounds like a I mean like they, cartoon. of all the kids in all this in all these movies they the the Jurassic World one kids made the most sense cuz they're sort of like the audience surrogate. It's like let's kind of like look at the the park from a, from a patron's perspective, you know? Well, and it was a similar I think a similar but maybe p- much poorly more poorly done character arc right for um Claire Claire because she's like, "Oh, I'm a I you know, I'm not a family person, I'm a business-oriented person. I don't like kids. I hate kids." My sister is sending these kids to me. I got to take care of them, but I don't really care. Yeah, but she doesn't really learn anything. No, she, she doesn't, doesn't become a better person at the end of the movie. Well, she doesn't take a journey with the kids. No. Well, no. Uh, like so, they, they meet up, and then she puts them in a car. That's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, do you remember that whole thing about how like she was wearing heels in the first movie, and they made a big point of making sure she was wearing boots in this new one? Yeah. Which is fine. I think like you know it's ridiculous that she's wearing heels for all of that movie. She could have changed in between scenes or something. Well, here's the thing. Apparently, because I, I watched some YouTube, you know, the movie facts. There's a ton of movie facts stuff out there. Those YouTube movie mm-hmm. facts kind of stuff, like Cineflix or, or Cinefix, sorry. Yeah. Or Looper. Um. Or was talking about how Colin Trevorrow wanted her to change out of the the high heels at a certain point, and she said no. She said she wanted to do the whole movie in high heels. Yeah, I've heard that. It doesn't really matter. The only reason that's the thing is because the movie addresses it halfway through the movie. It's like, why are you wearing heels? And yeah. then does nothing with it. And so people are like, yeah, wait a second. Right. Yeah. I don't know, but this one, like, there's a big shot where she like puts her like you know there's a shot of her feet when she like touches the ground with boots on. It's like, see, oh, boots. Yeah. Well, and it's the same shot as the first movie where it reveals her heels, I think. I don't remember how that works. Yeah, because I remember not liking that shot in the first movie and not liking that shot in this movie. I just remember being like, <laughs> I see what you're doing, movie. I don't care, but it's just like, you know, it's like, I get you. I get right. you're going with. Um, she really did not have a character. Like, I think out of all of the people, all the cast that sort of like suffered some of the, uh, the, you know, some of the criticisms of this movie. Like, I think she didn't have a character. I don't think she or Chris Pitt really had much to do. They kind no. of, like, run here and do stuff. But, like, they fight. 
but like like and, not like they fight dinosaurs, not each other, and there's a bit of that, but like not much. But like for the most part, they sort of are, are coasting. Yeah, and they were like the least interesting characters in the entire thing. I don't feel like they've grown or nothing. Nothing new was explored in their characters. Nothing was grown. Nothing was lost. They were just sort of the same people by the end of it as they were in the first one. Yeah, you know, I yeah. really liked. Um, oh, I, I don't know this actor's name because I think he's like kind of a newcomer, but what, the hacker guy. The hacker guy. And, he like, was, he barely had anything to do in the movie. He like, did good. He was a good comic relief, but his character wasn't really... A, he, he had more... He, of all the new characters, his character was one of the more fleshed-out characters just because he had, like, a distinct personality and, like, could, you know, when you when a situation would happen, he would react to it in a, in a distinct and interesting way. Yeah, but that's the thing is, like, I wish the movie was more... Like, all the stuff he was doing in the movie was actually interesting. Like, him getting pulled into these different, like... Mm -hmm. He was, like, a lab assistant at one point, and, like, right? There was some other Yeah, like, he he was, like, undercover on accident. Right. Uh, The actor's name is Justice Smith, and he was playing a character named Franklin Webb. Um, Yeah, I just like how, like... And then there's, like, Toby Jones, who is, like... Oh, why don't waste my time with these dinosaurs? Like, come on, Toby, don't say fucking dinosaurs. This whole movie, I feel, gets like the price of dinosaurs really wrong. Well, it's like a stegosaurus <laughs> gonna cost us. Uh, well, bidding for a stegosaurus starting at five million dollars. It's like fucking five million dollars for a stegosaurus. You kidding me? What I don't for the under- last stegosaurus. So what I don't, you know, I completely agree with you. And what I don't understand also is like this guy's brought in to be making money off of this auction, right? Mm-hmm. But like. He's the auction holder, the auctioneer, the auctioneer, and that's typically not like a thing. You went like, I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird that he was like the auctioneer. That's that's probably just a it's a little minor technical thing that I I noticed where it's like okay, so this guy was brought in because he's some some mogul that that's gonna make some money off this auction, but then he's running the auction, but then. It doesn't. Are they his dinosaurs? I don't get it. I don't, it. Know. Well, I he's don't get the, it. He's got all the hookups to all the literal cartoon villains. Like, if this was a cartoon, an actual cartoon, you'd have fucking Cobra Commander show up to this thing. <laughs> that would have been a better movie. <laughs> that would have been a better movie. Okay, so where were we at? We were. We, so they captured the dinosaurs and they put them in their auction. Claire and, and Owen or whatever are captured also, and they put in a cell and like everyone's yeah. sad. And then the girl. There's a little girl character who get wise, gets wise to the fact they're selling dinosaurs, and she's then, the granddaughter of Toby. Or, or no, uh, I'm not sorry, not Toby. Uh, um, Farmer Hoggett. James Cromwell. James Cromwell. Thank you. Um, except is she? We'll get Benjamin to that. Lockwood. So she's the quote unquote granddaughter of Benjamin Lockwood. Uh-huh. And then yeah, so uh, like you know, shit's going down. Auction starts. All these evil Russians and evil Nazi scientists or whatever. Yeah. Are like bidding on stuff. It's like I'll pay twenty million dollars for the dinosaur. It's like, come on. First of all, like, someone made a good point. I was talking to someone. They're like, fucking athletes go for like fifty to one hundred million dollars. You know, for like their contract. Why don't you spend that much money on a fucking last dinosaur ever? It's it's people not doing any kind of research, you know, on what this would actually double the price of them dinos. Ten million dollars minimum, I think. Yeah. But there's that like shot like for I don't understand what the villain's motivation are because like oh, I'm fucking all this fucking money it's like is that it it's like that that's it this money like well, you already have a bazillion dollars why do you need more bazillions of dollars for like dino dino weapons or whatever your point is well and, and I guess and like, that's what's made unclear to me is like okay what is the market for selling these dinosaurs like I got I could understand 
the predatory ones because it's like, well, okay, we could put this into like some weird kind of like research for weapons. I want to see the next movie with like they just shove raptors out of planes with parachutes and they just like put them in behind enemy lines. See, I just, that would have been a better movie. Just dinosaurs on, on parachutes, like a T Rex is like two big parachutes, one for its head and one for its tail, and it's just parachuting in to Nazi occupied France. See, and that's the thing is like, okay, uh, and I don't want to get into this quite yet because I want I still want to go in order of the movie, but where this movie ends off, mm-hmm. leaves off, it should have been the movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. But anyways, okay, so we're going back to this auction, and they and they reveal the ecto raptor. Endo raptor. Endo raptor. Yeah, and it's like this big. This is this is something that I really hated about. Jurassic World 2, uh, sorry, Jurassic World, the first one, (laughs) T-O-O, is basically, and it's fine to do it for one movie, but basically when you're saying, hey guys, you like dinosaurs? We're just going to make some up. We're just going to make up a dinosaur. And and that's gonna be like the 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 big novelty of this movie is here's a made up sci-fi mm-hmm. and I know that these dinosaurs don't apparently you know, they scientifically speaking, they don't look like what yeah. real dinosaurs would look like. But there was like a a, a science element to these movies, right? Like, yeah. oh hey, like, you know, yeah, stegosaurus I mean that Michael Crichton sense, yeah. Right. But anyways, they 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 introduced this endoraptor, mm-hmm. and then I don't know. Well, to that point though, the movie almost feels like it's two different movies stapled together because the movie it's like, oh man, cool hybrid dinosaurs. In the end of the movie, the movie like makes like a sort of point of being like, man, fuck hybrid dinosaurs. Only real dinosaurs are cool, right? There's like a shot where like the little the tooth with all the fancy hybrid DNA gets like smushed by the T Rex, and it's like, oh yeah, oh, only T Rexes T Rexes are great. Fuck. Fake dinosaurs. It's like the movie like <laughs> says two different things, you know? Right, yeah. I'm just like I don't know. We'll get we'll get to that in the end. But yeah, the auction goes awry because uh someone electricity or something, I forget. Well what happens is so uh Chris Pratt and um Bryce Dallas Howard, they're in prison. They're in a prison cell, which is below this guy's mansion, mm-hmm. by the way. Which he and he, he killed the old man by this point, but he hasn't killed them for right. some reason. And and it's I remember this uh, uh, there was a scene where it was like Chris Pratt was getting you know pretty threatening towards uh, uh, Eli Mills uh-huh. Rafe Spall he he's oh yeah all this and that and blah 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 and like I think he grabs him or something yeah, he like dings him or maybe Bryce Dallas Howard dings him or something well what happened well dinged. Ted Levine the security guy at this you know the the big military guy is pulls a gun on Chris Pratt so then he backs up right mm-hmm. and then bryce dallas howard does does an actual thing where she hits him against the bars and all that mm-hmm. and then the gun just doesn't mean anything now i don't well it's right? just like i well i don't know what you know again it's like it's all like that fake threats and all that right. stuff and i'm not even sure why they're alive because like again if rafe spall was a fucking murderer businessman why does he give a fuck about yeah. keeping these people alive yeah but what well, but they're they're right next to a cell with the the head buddy dinosaur, the the head button dinosaur, yeah, the hard headed dinosaur, yep, and they trick the dinosaur into breaking the wall between them first, and mm-hmm. then they trick the dinosaur into breaking them out of the breaking the bars, so then they can escape out of their cell, yeah, and then they somehow lead this thing over to the auction, 
and then it starts headbutting everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, right. And then that's that's happening at the same time that this Endo Raptor is is on sale at the auction, which I think is funny because uh, Doctor Wu, mm-hmm. uh, played by B.D. Wong, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Wu was the scientist that was in Jurassic Park, the first movie. Then he came back for Jurassic World, and now he's in this movie, losing a little bit of character each time as he goes. I well, he really confused me in or this, or rather, becoming more and more evil. Because here's the thing: he's like, "Hey, the Endo Raptor's not ready to be sold, right? Yeah, it's uh, a prototype." Right, and so they they bring this thing out anyways, and then the whole time, um, Doctor Wu is like, "No, don't do this." Uh, right, but it's like, dude, we'll build another one. You know, d- d- you could uh, whatever. Anyway, I thought it was really funny though, because like again, this whole thing goes awry, and it's like, first of all, they're like, "Pack it up, we're leaving." It's like, why are you leaving? This is your fucking house. <laughs> You know, there's a there's a fucking head buddy dinosaur on the loose. Why are you packing up your lab? And two, it's the second time in two movies where BD Wong's like, shit, I gotta pack up all my fucking scientist shit, yeah, all my all my gear and all my tubes, and now we have to put them in a suitcase and leave. Right, it's like, poor yeah. BD Wong, it's, he just can't like you know keep a lab together, and then he gets blown up off screen. Yeah, but anyways, we'll get yeah. back to that later. Um, so yeah, the, the head buddy thing headbutts a bunch of people, and Chris Pratt has to fight scene. The Endo Raptors are kind of just left alone, like everyone kind of left leaves, and then Ted Levine's like, "I'm gonna fuck that dinosaur." Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because uh, I forget when this scene takes. Oh, that's right. Okay, so yeah, so the, yeah, the Endo Raptor is in the cage. Mm. Ted Levine comes up and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fuck this dinosaur." Because he is like sudden, like he's got a weird tooth obsession. They never really explain. And then at this one, he's like, "I'm gonna make my it's gonna be a great collection of my necklace." It's like, okay, I guess which that is so dumb. Explains that, but like, why would you break into this cage to steal it? Does, like, it's your boss is like right there. He's like looking at you practically. Yeah. Like, why you st- like you know? Well, okay, so this happens right it's before like taking a shit in your boss's car when he's like in the other room. It's like, why would you do that? Well, because okay, so where is um. Like Toby Jones is in the elevator he's at this the point. Well, no, well he gets eaten from the Endoraptor, so he's probably. So this is after that. I don't, I don't know where all the kids. The, kid, the crowd just clears out for this one sequence. Right, the crowd clears out. But what I'm getting confused on is like, this has to have been before the. It elevator. was before, but then like Toby Jones is just like around again later. It doesn't really make for, sense. Yeah. Okay. So Ted Levine goes in, tries to fuck a raptor. The raptor kills him. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, horrifically for Jurassic Park standards. It bites his arm clean off. Yeah, and then and then from there, I think the raptor gets out of the and cage. Then it gets out of the cage. Yeah, and then Toby Jones gets gets in this elevator. There's people hiding on both sides of the elevator. No one bothers to press the fucking button yet to 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 leave the floor. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, because they don't have the code. <laughs> oh right, the code. And but then the power gets switched off and on, and the doors open, and the raptor right. eats everyone. This raptor, like the problem with the endo raptor, well, two things. One, first of all, it's like this raptor will, if you point this laser at things, it will kill it. It's like, oh my la- god, the lasers on a gun. Just shoot the thing you're pointing at. The lasers on a gun, yes. It's... And then also, the raptor has eyes. Well, I mean, it could. Oh yeah, I that get too. I guess what I mean is like, okay, you're pointing a a red. I. I don't get it. I I just uh, so I guess the thing is you point this red dot at something and then that raptor's like, well my mind's controlled now so I'm gonna go. Yeah, but the raptor kills everything it sees anyway, so it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Also, 
like again with the thing about the how the dinosaurs in this movie are more like hu- like humanoid characters. Like this just raptors just fucking killing shit. It's like yeah. why aren't the dinosaurs in this movie eating things because they're hungry? They just kill things because they wanna. You yeah. know, it it's it's completely out of the element of any kind of like animal study. Yeah, it's like uh, that part in, back in the in the volcano part where like they're in the ball and all the dinosaurs are running and it's like other dinosaurs name I can never remember with the horns. It's like time for a snack, even yeah. though like the world's fucking <laughs> ending. You know, it's like, no, dinosaur, you, like, if you were an actual real animal, you'd be running the fuck away. And the T-Rex, too, right? The, the, the T-Rex, T-Rex stops, and, yeah, it's like, yeah, they'd all be running away, yeah. Yeah, no, my girlfriend pointed that out. She's like, yeah, they're not going to stop to fucking... If it would be funny, though, if that dinosaur was especially fat, because it would make sense in, like, the apocalypse for, a fish, like, a fat a fat guy to be, like, run down <laughs> the street, and, like, a big wave is coming, and suddenly, like, oh, man, that 7-Eleven, the glass is broken, time to grab me some Twinkies real quick before I hit the road, you know? <laughs> like, that makes sense. But this is not a fat dinosaur. And the thing is, I know why they did that scene, and it's really dumb. It's because they wanted that T-Rex and the other the other dinosaur to have that thing where they're on screen together. So that way, later in the movie, they trick you into thinking that that other thing's going to eat somebody, and then the T-Rex pops out of nowhere and eats it We will it get instead. to that. But, you know. So, yeah. Uh, so... Anyways, this begins Mr. Dinosaur's House of Horrors, where, where the fucking raptors stalks uh, Chris Pratt at all through the house. Yeah. And the uh, world's most efficient killing machine can, is thwarted by glass panes and fake wood. Well, oh, hold on. So within this sequence, uh, Chris Pratt, uh, sorry, Owen and Claire, they meet up with uh, Maisie Lockwood. Oh, right? right. And this whole thing. And then. And then the, the she's she's the the quote unquote granddaughter of of uh, I can't man I can't keep up with these names fuck it Benjamin Lockwood okay so who's now dead yeah. right so the three of them are going just palling around this mansion doing who knows what I don't even know uh, and then and then the three of them get stopped by Rafe Spall Eli Mills the mm-hmm. evil businessman and he's like uh. What are you doing with the granddaughter? And they're like, nothing, nothing. And he's like, don't you know, she's a clone. And then that's when the movie just goes full on, <laughs> full on dumb. Like I think that's a cool idea. It's like me too. Because like the whole like clo- like gen- when g- genetic power has been unleashed or whatever Ian Malcolm says, and like they haven't really done that with humans and stuff that aren't dinosaurs. And it's true. Yes, but the. She's not a character. She's a plot device, and like it's like not thematically relevant to anything. It's super annoying, and it never comes back. It comes back at the very end for the plot device reason, right? The only reason, spoiler, well, not spoiler, for jumping ahead. The only reason that she's a character, she's even involved, is she has to t- bear the burden of releasing all the dinosaurs into the world because oh, of some sort of like that... they're like me, and that's it. She's not a character. She's got no point in the movie other than to do this one fucking thing, and it doesn't have doesn't play into the theme of the movie, it doesn't play into anything. It's bullshit. Listen, that whole thing, yeah, there's plenty to say about that whole thing. Uh, so, I I sort of forget how they get away from this guy, but they, they manage to get away from him, and then, and then yeah, the the Endoraptor just chases them relently, yeah. relentlessly through the house. Yeah. This raptor, for whatever reason, is so fucking hell-bent on killing specifically these three people... That it just chases them up the stairs, and then and then the granddaughter clone, <laughs> she runs to her room yeah. and runs into bed. It uh, see <laughs> this whole thing. So, well, first of all, 
while this is happening, Hacker Girl and Hacker Guy, or like, no, Doctor Girl and Hacker Guy, doing their own set of uh, whatever adventures. Hijinks. They drug, hijinks. they drug BD Wong, leave him on the ground, and then blow him up. <laughs> <laughs> which, like, off screen, unceremoniously, because they, like, they leave him yeah. next to all that those big, like, tubes of propane or whatever, which blow up. Uh-huh. And then it's like, I was like, they just fucking kill B.D. Wong? Like, he, like he was kind of an important character. They didn't even give him, like, a, a shot of him on the ground being like, what's that, before he blows up, you know? Right. Like, nothing. Nothing. Like, oh, he got Akbard. Oh, I wouldn't call that an Akbard. <laughs> wouldn't even call it that. Because I thought that's, like, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I, know. I won't get into that. Um, and then, yeah, the girl runs to her room for no good goddamn reason. Like, And she just gets into bed. Like, she, she she's, like... <laughs> Clearly knows what the fuck's up. Like, she's, like, 11 years old or something, right? Right. So she knows how things work. And, like, she, like, leaves these guys to run upstairs to get under the covers. Like, that's going to do anything. I think she's old enough does to know Does she even not... get under the covers, She though? does, but, like, she's old enough to know it's not going to fucking do shit. A, yeah. She doesn't get into the bed or nothing. She doesn't have, like, if the movie established, she has got some sort of, like, the covers protect me kind of thing. Like, go into the closet or, like, under yeah. the bed or something. or something. It's just to have the fucking trailer shot of the, of the spooky oh, dinosaur yeah. being, like, yeah. <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's no, the only reason the whole thing is just for a visual gag, if you will. Yeah. No, it's true. Because, like, I feel like the director, or maybe the writer, either the writer or the director had this, like, oh, man, wouldn't it be cool if, like, there's a kid in bed and the dinosaur's, like, about to eat it? Like, that's, it's just a way to construct that image. And then, okay, okay, so then, she, okay, so she runes up there, and then the the Endoraptor runs up there, and then Chris Pratt runs yeah. up there, and then... Bryce Dallas Howard runs up well, there. Well, no, Dallas Howard gets like stabbed in the leg, so she's oh, right. out of commission. Bri- uh, so Chris Pratt shoots it; it's immune to bullets. And then Blue shows and up. And then Blue shows up. And they have a raptor fight. And they have a raptor fight. And then uh, Chris Pratt and uh, the clone decide let's take the the most dangerous <laughs> way out of this room instead of just going out the door they came in. Let's go out the window. Let's. Let's uh, wall crawl over to this like glass ceiling in the middle of the rain. I th- it was like yeah, raining. It's raining now. Like, uh, <laughs> and then, and then, the, and then, lo and behold, hey, guess what? The Endoraptor follows them out into this, in, onto mm. the the roof, and then Blue shows up, and then Bryce Dallas Howard shows up with the the magic gun, mm-hmm. and without any kind of conversation or anything, aims the red dot over to. <laughs> Aims the dot at Chris Pratt. Yeah. Right? And, like, I get it, I guess, but, like... I think he has, like, a nod, like a, hmm, kind of thing. Right, it'd be really yeah. funny if he's like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, then this thing falls through the ceiling. It gets impaled it on it. actually has a pretty good, uh... There's a pretty good uh, bait and switch there, where it, like, falls, but then it doesn't fall, but then it really falls, you know? Yeah. The like, movie has a couple yeah. good one of those, and the, there's another good one coming up, but that's also really stupid, so it kind of cancels out, but we'll get to that. And really, I mean, like, that sequence, when they're out in the rain on the roof, is, like, not bad. It's it's not bad, but it's not great. Like, the whole, like, house of ours uh, with the fucking, you know, raptor stuff, like, it's all fine. It's all well done, I guess. It's just sort of, like, I just, like, this is, like, not what I, like, this is, hey, not what I really want at Jurassic Park. Yeah, I don't want to spend the whole movie there. But the one scene in Jurassic Park in the kitchen's awesome, but, like, you know, half an hour of it, not so much. Right. And then... Uh, like and two, like it's yeah, it's all well done, I guess. But the, the you know, there's no characters. So I don't give a fuck about what's happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that thing happens, and then they release the dinosaurs and a bit of bullshit with the little girls, like ah, they're clones. I'm clones, or whatever. Right. So okay. So yeah, then they catch up with the Scooby Doo kids. Yeah. 
Um, and the Scooby-Doo kids tell them that, hey, all the dinosaurs are in these cages, and then there's hydrogen carp... Poison gas. Poison gas. Something... Poison gas going into this this thing with these dinosaurs. And there's two there's two options that they have. Mm. They can either open the cages and let the dinosaurs out. Oh no no no. So they'd have to open the cages and let the dinosaurs out and then also open the big door that leads to outside. My question is, and I guess this is not like too much of a stretch, but my question is is why not just open the big door and then air out the place? And then the dinosaurs could stay in the cages. Maybe it's too heavy of a gas. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we. I mean, that's it's passable. Yeah, right? it's passable. It makes sense. So yeah, then they trample. They trample that guy's car. They kill who everyone's left. And then Rafe's ball is like, "Ooh, that was a close one." And there's a fun little gag with a big horn dinosaur in the biz in the back room, being like, "Hey, what's going on over here?" <laughs> and then and then the T Rex, in a bit of in a bit of stupid stupid bullshit, because I think he's in Rafe's ball's peripheral vision, comes uh-huh. off screen. Conjures out thin air and eats him. Yeah. But, like, you know, remember in the first Jurassic Park when the T-Rex is approaching, everyone is very aware. They can hear it coming. Yeah, and this, it's just silent. Except for the two parts in the movie where it doesn't, but those, you know, I, I don't know. Those get, it feels like it's like, oh, man, that part was so cool. Let's do it again. But, like, I don't know. I just don't feel like it works as well this time. Well, and here's the thing. I, I this is another huge criticism I have is bringing back that T-Rex to sort of be, like, uh, like that T Rex in the first Jurassic Park movie was like a big deal. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. In these movies, both of these movies, it was sort of not. I don't know. Like, by the, and it bummed me out. At kinda. this point, this T Rex seems like a fucking name. It needs to be like Jim the T Rex or something. That's what I mean. They, they they again they made this like a character that sort of they made it a character that's like sort of they use it in in these situations. Just to sort of, I don't know. It it just it. I didn't I didn't like it in the first Jurassic World movie, and I didn't like it in this one. Yeah, it's a little silly. And then everything you see in the trailer, all the shots of the dinosaurs in the real world are used. Oh yeah. And then that movie ends. Um, so raises a couple of questions. Sure. This movie. Is like the last Jedi of the Star Wars. Oh, uh, of stop the, it! Of the Jurassic World users, don't because okay, it kind of feels like a transitionary movie that gets people and things oh to where they God. need to be at the uh-huh. end of it. Yeah, in terms of quality, it's very different. No, 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 okay. no, no. You, I, I like the last Jedi. I keep okay. telling you, man. Okay. I'm just saying, like, in terms of like how of an overall overarching like story, it feels like this movie is just a reason to get. To like it basically at the end of the movie is where the movie it's like we want the series to 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 be here so let's make a whole movie just so we can have things end at this place. I think yes, and you know what? It's sort of I okay. I think there was no real idea for for what they wanted for let's say the third Jurassic World movie. I think there are ideas. It's the planet um, planet oh dinosaurs. Well, what I mean is like I don't think there was any idea for that when they made Jurassic World. Oh yeah, probably not the first one. And I think. If the, it, like I think if some ha- creative team had known like hey you know what we want this series to end up where dinosaurs are in the real world and it's like post apoc or whatever I don't think it's going to be post apoc I think it's just going to be dinosaurs hanging out in suburbia and it'll be directed <laughs> by Shane Black it'll, be, it'll be like Theodore Rex there'll be like a T-Rex on the police force if the next one has a raptor with a hat on it's a, a four star movie a raptor taxi driver <laughs> or uh, you've seen Jurassic Park 3 right yes and then the raptor's like <laughs> 
Alan. <laughs> see, that's the movie that I want to see, and that's honestly where I think... I mean, not that crazy, but like, if you're going to do something new with Jurassic Park... Do something new. I wouldn't mind if it went full Fast and Furious. Like it's just like full like raptors are like on tops of tanks and like doing stupid shit. Like that's what I mean. At this point, like Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park one is pretty much a perfect encapsulation of what that movie is. And every other sequel has aped a bit of it, but never really kind of captured what the point is because it's like it's all because it's it's all about recapturing. It's never a new idea. Like when you really think about it, it's like okay, Jurassic Park was about the park. Dress or Lost World was about them going back to what was it like another island? The second island. The second island that blah blah blah, and then the third movie was did they go back to the f- second first? island again? Oh seriously? Yeah. Okay, yeah, and, and then, then like fuck that, and then the okay, and then Jurassic World. Okay, oh hey, it's a theme park again. That's like I think Jurassic World of all the sequels is the first one that I feel like just because it's like let's see the island fully functional, open to the public, like what it looks like. That's like yeah. I appreciated that, and that was nice to see. And of course, all went to shit because that's what you have to in their movie, right? Yeah. But like that was like okay, so like that's like the next step I think in terms of like what's new, like what can we show is like a bungalow functional theme park, dinosaur theme park, as opposed to like everyone trying to do it and failing. Well, and I think yeah, with sequels, right? I think if anything, like you need to make it bigger. Yeah. You need to make the scope bigger, and I think something like making okay, if you're gonna name something Jurassic World, have it be that, have it be. Oh hey, we've found a way for dinosaurs to actually be like functioning in our world somehow, right? Whether it be like they're used as cattle or like they're used as weapon military weapons. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see Chris Pratt. I mean, it's fine. Like like you said, yeah. I I don't think Jurassic World the first one was a complete wash. I don't I, like it was fine for what it was, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, we get to see the fully functioning park. But like, hey man, that whole plot. That whole like uh, that whole thing of Chris Pratt's character training raptors to be in the military. The next movie should be, or could be, you know, that right. It could be like we open up on like, hey, this is fucking. Uh, it's like that movie Horse Soldiers with raptors. Yes. It's like it's like this this universe's version of nine eleven happened. Now we got to go fight in the desert with a bunch of raptors. Exactly. Like you open up on some invasion on some country, and it's like. The, this this military base is being overrun by raptors. Like, how fucking interesting oh, would man, that be? Oh, man, that'd be, be kind of frightening. Wouldn't that be great, though? Would I would like love that. World War D. <laughs> yeah, that's what they'll name the next one, is World War D. Uh, like, yeah, like, this movie, like, the end, like, the the world, planet of dinosaurs is exactly where I wanted the series to go, so I'm glad they're going that. I just kind of wish they didn't take a whole movie to get there, you know? Exactly. They could have easily made that act one, like, they could have made that an act two thing, for this movie, is dinosaurs being in? Well, in, well you uh, could have had like I mean, like I'm not gonna say it would have been a better movie, but like a possibility just to like get it over with. It's like, oh, like our cargo ship, can, our cargo ship of dinosaurs being shipped to somewhere, you know, getting off the island. Oh, whoops, it crashed, and that's just right. the prologue. Yeah, and then the rest of the movie is like, oh shit, they're like in the city now, and we gotta hunt them or some shit. Yeah, like Predator Two. Yeah. <laughs> But with more predators because the dinosaurs. And then the third movie is you go to the dinosaur planet and there's king dinosaurs that mm. rule over the... Anyways. Well, the next movie is going to be interesting because there's like 30 dinosaurs in the wild, which is not that big of a deal, but also now like the fucking... Like the Russians have genetic codes and stuff oh, or whatever. Right. So it's yeah. like, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. I don't know. So like, I'm still not... I'm not like, man, Jurassic, Jurassic Park's dead or anything. Like, 
like that, but you know, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Well, whatever the next movie is, it better be a goddamn great movie because yeah. I Colin, don't know. Colin Trevorrow is taking the director's chair for the next one again. So same directors as the last one. Um, yeah, and he's still writing it. I um I'm not gonna I want to disparage the good name of Colin Trevorrow, but thank fucking Christ he was fired from episode nine. <laughs> Uh, you know, I only know him, honestly, I only know him for one movie, and that's Jurassic World. So Safety Not Guaranteed is pretty solid. Never see, it's and on my list. Book of Henry I, I never saw, only heard terrible things. Right. Um, I feel like he's got, like, for, in terms of, Jurassic World's the only big blockbuster of his I've seen, and I think he's got, like, a good B-movie sensibility to him, so I'm just glad that he's sticking he's like to that. popcorn flick yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm just glad he's sticking to that B-movie sensibility, because I think Star Wars needs some, or especially right now, needs a... I think, you know, it needs a JJ. Yeah, I think JJ uh, that kind of firm kind of you know control that JJ has. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but we'll see how episode nine. Maybe it'll be bad. Who knows? Anyways, <laughs> I hope it's not. I hope it's great. Anyways, fingers crossed. Yeah, my two dinosaur fingers. So yeah, I would say Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom is a would be is a high recommend for a drunk watch. God, like this is like a great like. Let's get some friends together and poke fun at this movie kind of movie, I think. I think it's got enough stupid fucking shit going on that you could, like, get get, get a little plastered and make fun of it. And also enough, like, and in between is enough, like, actual good action that you can yeah. kind of, like, watch it. Yeah, I think the action is what makes it redeemable. Like, yeah. it, again, like, it has good set pieces. And that's sort of why I walked away from the movie being like, okay, yeah, that, I, was, that was cool. I just walked away from that movie being like, man, I wish I was much more drunk. <laughs> really intoxicated also the theater i saw it in um for like the first five minutes uh was like the crunchiest movie theater i've ever seen oh heard. my god but like they they figured it out i think like everyone ran out of popcorn but like during the previews and like the like the the cold the, the cold open which was a little quiet was just i yeah dude and you know what i've grown to really hate uh theater food for that reason mm. i think the same thing happened to me when i saw it where it's like the lights went down and it was just like i don't know what it was though like it was like a saturday matinee and usually those are fine like i've never actually had like a bad movie audience since uh in like quite a few years since like i don't know since i was like in high school maybe but don't you want to just stand up turn around and be like shut the fuck up no because it's popcorn it's food i get it like i the only time that's an issue is like when people are like looking for their seats oh, when the movie yeah. started it's like figure it the fuck out get yeah. early Turn your yeah. fucking phone off. I can't see. I know. But yeah, I don't know. So, but that was just kind of a fun anecdote. But yeah, overall, I wouldn't call it awful. Well, okay, four, out of your four-star system, what is oh, it? What did I even... I don't... Uh, I gave it two. Two stars. Okay. So it's not like, it's not like an abominationally shitty fucking awful movie, but it's just kind of like... It's got strengths. It's got weaknesses. Overall, it's just kind of like, eh. And for anybody who uh, knows mine, it's out of ten. So I'm going to say... I'm gonna give it like a six point five out of ten. That's a lot higher than I thought you'd you'd be for you. It's it's like because I think it's passing. It like it gets a passing grade. It's, it's like a not D a minus. failure, but it's like a D minus. Mm. You know what I'm saying? See me after class. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey man, these uh these some of these answers are wrong here. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll go on to the next to you know you'll be you next year you'll be a sophomore next year, but, but just, just barely. barely. <laughs> yeah, just barely. It's like one of the, was it like in Tommy Boy? It's like, you know, D minus or something. And it's like, oh my God, I passed. <laughs> yeah, or, that's like me in most math classes. Mm -hmm. uh, Anyways, that was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, tune in on Wednesdays for our normal show where we talk about regular movies. That's right. Until then, we'll catch you later. Bye, everybody. We love you. Bye.